Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked, the improvised scary story co- podcast. I'm Cody Crane, and that's it. It's just me. Uh, Damien's not here. Um, he. Uh, this is uh, the start of our sixth season, and uh, he, he died. He finished editing our uh, five-year anniversary and just uh, passed on. Uh, luckily, I'm here. I have... Uh, the uh, Ouija board. Maybe I'll try to communicate with Damien, bring him back to life at some point. Uh, but it, it's a it's a really weird experience going on right now. I feel like uh, you know, like Wayne's world when Wayne gets fired and Garth is just left alone, and that's what's kind of going on. Uh, but I'm I'm super excited. Uh, there's a couple things to uh, mention off the top here. Five year anniversary released today five years of doing this podcast and this is going to be our episode one of the sixth year which is uh pretty exciting if you're uh listening to it late then you didn't get to participate in answer or asking questions that's on you not on me but it's not just me today we have alia razul here and is isabel zartan Hello. Hello. Welcome, welcome. Oh, a nice happy Annie on there. <laughs> there we go. Uh, look, people are cheering on the uh, comments. Everyone's going wild. <laughs> um, it, Isabel, uh, really yeah. excited to uh, have you on. Uh, you're a founding uh, member of uh, Hack Couture, uh, creating that show. Um, I've wanted to have you on for a long time because we're going to talk about it soon, but I haven't heard from you exactly, but I know that you have powers. So I want to talk about that today. And as well, Alia, Tita Collective, amazing, wanted to have you on for a long time because you also have powers. So this is what we're talking about today. Ghosts and having powers. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Um, Just pleasantly vague. What powers do they have? Yeah. So, (laughs) well, let's let's go in first here, Uh, Isabel. I heard that you can see energy colors with people. Is this right? Is that how you would describe it? Oh, you're talking specifically about um, synesthesia. I think. Okay, I I don't know much about this. What what's uh, what is this? Um, so for me, because my brain is uh different, um, I can I don't I want to say can because it's not like a magical power. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but it's just that I for me uh, sounds and oftentimes uh, smells as well have shapes and colors. Oh, interesting. It's just their wires are crossed in my brain. I think it's more common than a lot of people think. It got until, I want to say, like my early 20s, where I realized not everyone perceived the world that way. Um, and I'm normally pretty uh, hesitant to tell people about it because I get a lot of people accusing me of like faking it for attention. But that's happened before. Uh, men just love to tell me that I'm not as interesting as I think I am. Oh, I love that. I love that about men, honestly. Yeah. I remember uh, once, like, tepidly bringing it up at a party, uh, and then a guy looking at me and being like, you think you're like that, but you're probably not. And I was like, hey, I know how my brain works. I'm just not going to talk about this with you again. So, I, um, I'm here uh, to tell you that you are as interesting as you think you are and more interesting because you're being so low key about it. But this is a really I, cool thing. I don't think you know how interesting I think I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might be great, a big overstatement. Um, but no, I, I realized that not everyone is the same as me when I want to say I was like 18 and I was at a park with a then boyfriend who also sucked. Um, and I said something like, oh, where's that smell coming from? And he said, what smell? And I said, you know, the one that's like super pink. And he asked if I was having a stroke. And then he told me I was crazy. 
the thing is, in my family, like in my mother's family, um, schizophrenia runs in it. And when my mom first heard me describing this, she got really scared that I was like having a um, like a schizophrenic moment. But no, it's fine. I'm sane. <laughs> Uh, what's like? What's the kind of like color or like in the smell association here? Like you just kind of uh, get like these scents around certain things, or um, it's really hard to explain. But it's just because some people have it different, um, and some people have it right. more than others. For some people, it's um, like smells, like like um, like sounds and words and things have smells um, right? it's more like shapes and colors uh and it's not like you can see it like you can touch it it's more like um the sound just is red um and it it's like a certain shape like it again it's it's not great for a podcast because it's very hard to describe um <laughs> but i just wanted to clarify that it's more scientific and not magical i think that i'm a very unmagical person um like to a to, to a degree where it's almost magical in itself. Like I'm kind of a magic black hole. Well, I mean, you have uh, worked in the uh, ghost business before, though, too. Yeah, I was a I was a professional. I was in the ghost biz, and um, <laughs> yeah, I was always really disappointed because sometimes people on my tours would see things, uh, and they would have experiences while on the tours. I never saw anything, despite really wanting to and being very bold about going into haunted places um and really uh like daring the ghosts to show themselves never saw <laughs> anything but i did i do think that i had a couple of ghosts who like uh were fond of me because i had a couple spots along my tour where whenever i had someone who was being really bratty on my tour who was not listening to me who was being rude um the ghost at that particular place would give them a hard time <laughs> um what kind of like hard time well what, what uh, was were they pranks were they george clooney style uh set pranks i didn't know that george clooney does set pranks oh he's a big Did they involve uh, like coffee cups like the uh nescafe? yeah <laughs> he just flings uh disposable nescafe cups at the, the boom mic guy yeah everyone <laughs> Nespresso, excuse you. <laughs> Everyone that works on set with George Clooney, he pranks them by giving them an espresso machine. Yeah, it's the prank, prank. master. <laughs> I, I wonder how quick I can make this tangent, but um, someone was recently talking about like what a nice guy George Clooney is, and they talked about how they've had a bad surgery the day before, like something had ruptured in their body, and then they had to do the surgery immediately the next day day and they were like sitting on his white couch and just bleeding everywhere and they were like he didn't mention it at all he was so like uh, nice and it's just like no he's a sociopath he saw a man bleeding out on his white couch and he didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah. our bar for celebrities is low i mean it wasn't the george clooney style prank i can only assume maybe it was maybe it was exactly a george clooney style prank because i'm unfamiliar with george clooney's prank but it was like, um, to give you a concrete example, I once had a man on one of my tours who uh, was in his mid thirties, uh, like a very like from Oakville deep V, t neck like a t shirt kind of guy. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah. Like, like his long suffering girlfriend was wearing formal shorts, <laughs> and was saying things like, "Babe, you have to listen." So. He was refusing to listen to anything I was saying. He would run off to use the bathroom on a walking tour. So he would like run off and pee in bushes. And we were standing in front of uh, the Mackenzie House, which is one of the most haunted uh, buildings in Toronto, yeah. which if this podcast has been going for six years, y'all know that. Um, <laughs> and we were standing in front of Mackenzie House. And then he ran in front of the group after peeing by a tree. He was still zipping up his pants in front of the entire group of people. And I kind of snapped at him and I was like, sir, go back and stand with the group. Please remember this tour for everyone. And then he began jumping into the window wells of the building itself, like here into the, into the building. 
And again, I was like, sir, you got to get out of there. And he was like, no, it's fine. I'm trying to see the ghost or whatever. And suddenly he just, he like shouted. He jumped out of the window well. He stumbled back to his group. He was white as a sheet. And apparently he'd seen like a shadowy figure that was running around the, the room. And it like looked at him and just like scared the crap out of him. Uh, and at first I didn't believe him. And I was just like, stop trying to scare everyone. But he was like, no, no, it's true. And he was like crying. And <laughs> it, was, it was pretty great. But, and then he was very well behaved for the rest of the tour. Um, and that same spot, uh, I've had, I had similar things happen where I had people who were just giving me a lot of crap. And then once we got to that spot, they would look in the window and then that black shadowy figure would show up and, uh, scare them. And then they would be really well behaved. <laughs> this, uh, it's great that the ghost had your back like this. Uh, one of the things though, too, you said he was peeing in the bushes. The Mackenzie house is in a very populated area of Toronto. I will say it's that. Sweet spot of Toronto that's like heavily populated, but like people do pee there. You know, <laughs> like the the street just behind Mackenzie House, the back of the um of the the theater. I'm thinking Wintergreen Theater, which is incorrect. Right. Um, which is sad because I used to work there, so I should know the name of it. But uh, no, I saw a man fully like remove his pants to the ankles and do a number two on the sidewalk of that they street. <laughs> Then you got to get like a toilet there or something at this point if it's that popular. Some people just like going outside. You know, you like to feel the breeze on your butt cheeks. <laughs> uh, to uh, segue in here, uh, Isabel, you haven't uh, you haven't personally seen a ghost yet, but Alia, you can see ghosts and communicate with ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's news to a lot of people now. I'm like, I realize it's not something I talk about a lot, although... I mean, we did talk about it. Cody is this one here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I I'm do. exposing both of you right now. I, I know. <laughs> I like realize. I'm like, I agreed to this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, no. I like oh, it because we're we're like polar opposites where I'm just like, I want to see a ghost. And I, I can't like no magical ability. <laughs> see auras. And then there's Alia that's just like the ghost lady. Yeah. I just see ghosts all the time. But girl, you're so Filipino. I'm not you know, it, you're so right. It's like very much in our culture, actually. Like yep. just the idea that, you know, first of all, every single freaking school that I've ever been on, like it's almost a rule that they are on graveyards. <laughs> I've never been in a school that wasn't on a graveyard. You know, like, so. is it uh, is it built on top of like a, a graveyard? Like they took away the tombstone or is like the tombstone in the like yard? Like, like they took away, I don't know. There are no two, there are no remnants of this graveyard. It's just, mm -hmm. just every single school somehow has like death all over it. <laughs> like I was in a school in Saudi Arabia. It was a Filipino school that was in a graveyard. I moved to the Philippines. That school was in a graveyard. And then in Dubai, well, I mean, it's in this, it's in the desert. So I'm pretty sure somehow that was a graveyard. But, yeah. All of them were haunted. Well, well Haunted. When was it that you started to foresee ghosts? I mean, okay, so I guess you don't really. So this sort this sort of started, I think, because like, so I have like a really interesting relationship with death in terms of like, uh, I I lost a brother really young. So I think like, you know, when you're young like that, like I lost a brother uh, when I was like a year old. So it's always like, I always and he was younger than me. So I always had an understanding of death and like kind of the idea that like, that like he might be around somewhere, you know? So yeah. I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but like, I've always get like a sensation and sort of like, I could always sense them, but I actually seeing them just sort of happened in the last three years is wild. <laughs> Wild. What do you see when you see a ghost? Like, do you see the formation of a person, or does it uh, take uh, take some other shape? Or? Um. So, I mean, if they were human spirits, I see humans. Right. Not all spirits are human. You well. see, like animal spirits. Like mostly, mostly tree spirits. I see tree spirits. Oh. 
yeah, like tree and plant spirits. So, um, yeah, <laughs> which is, yeah, pardon? That's just so interesting. I've, um, I've heard a lot of stories of animal ghosts, like cat ghosts are very common. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of tree, tree and plant spirits. That's really cool. Yeah, I think a lot, and there's a lot of like, you know, obviously the older the tree, like the more wisdom it has and, you know, it, it, it starts to have, it just like some, some plant, like sometimes like trees are kind of like homes to spirits and sometimes the spirits are, are the trees. So it's just like, there is a difference. I, I heard once from a medium uh, that like everyone has like two spirits that are like, they're kind of uh, angels or whatever. So I was told that like mine was an old man and his dog, uh, mm. which I, I felt like I, I got like the short end of the stick because like one of mine <laughs> is a dog. <laughs> So, like, I can't imagine if, like, one of yours was, like, a tree. I feel like, what what's it going to do for you? I feel oh. like a having a tree would be awesome. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Like, air. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. It's like, uh, so everyone gets two? It's, <laughs> like, such a, like, that's the budget. That's your spirit what budget. If, yeah. <laughs> when you were in zero twin died and you absorb that twin do you get four? Oh. oh you know what yes i'm gonna say yes <laughs> yeah. just making up the rules no that makes sense no but also, <laughs> okay so i'm not gonna refute what that medium says because you know what i mean like mm -hmm. um but usually every person has a spirit team they have a team i don't know if it's two but some people have lots I, those are the twins. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. They have, but like, um, yeah, uh, and these are and these people are usually like um, sometimes your ancestors, or or just like angels that are really rooting for you. <laughs> Mine's probably just one old guy, the dog. I got like a dandelion in there. <laughs> just the worst team, like a tomato plant or something. The yeah. A team, this is not. I feel bad. Like, if I have a team behind me, why am I doing so badly? <laughs> like, do you communicate with them? I mean, I did not know they existed prior to this. I, I mean, I, mean, I grew up Catholic, so I grew up with like a guardian angel. Um, yeah. yeah. Idea. Maybe just pay them a little attention. Just give them a little love. Mm. Because right now all I do is I uh, pray to my guardian angel when I've lost objects or when I'm looking for a parking space. So yeah. <laughs> those are That's the important things. That's what they're there also, for. It, it seems like some people have more than others. How does that, mm, listen, uh, that sounds a little classist to me. Okay. <laughs> some people just are born with more spirits than other people. <laughs> also, I know I'm, mm -hmm. I'm like a non-magical dirtbag, so I probably just have like one like a pigeon or something <laughs> that's you know what you you were saying so you said that those spirits on your tours had your back so I mean I, I like you, to think so I like to assume I mean, everyone I, likes me I think like okay so here's this is kind of like a uh like it took me a while to understand this but like you know like it's sort of like in that law attraction law of attraction realm of things it's like if you get the gut feeling that's the case then it is the case that's sort of like that's that's the world like operating in this kind of spirit stuff, right? So I mean, I think you have like a whole tour of ghosts. Like, uh, who's got your back? TBH. Maybe you don't. What if your ghosts don't like you? What if your spirit team like? What if that dog just like really doesn't like you? And they will like screw around with you. I've had that. Okay, so sometimes. Okay, so because. Uh, a lot of spirits don't necessarily know you can see them, but when they get wind that you can see them, then they'll try to mess with you. And they all have their own personalities, right? So sometimes some of them have like bad intentions and they just want to like suck on your energy. Um, and then they'll, and they'll fuck around with you. Like I had, um, I had a spirit that just knocked everything over. And like, breakable things. Yeah. Like they would just, like if I touch something, you know, 
And it doesn't happen anymore because I got rid of it. But like you touch something, it just like knocks over. It like just kept happening over and over and over again. It was really freaking frustrating. Um, it was my brother. No. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> it was my brother. It's like, oh my God, go bug mom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like they all have their own personalities. And if they don't like you, just like people, they will do whatever that is in their power to like bother you. But they can't actually hurt you. Because mm-hmm. you're the living they can't really do anything there's so much about that story that's interesting um and i want to ask you a million questions about the uh pest of the spirit that was knocking things over for you but Mm -hmm. you mentioned that you got rid of it how did you how did you get rid of it what did that entail um so for me everyone i think everyone has a different process for this i don't really talk to many mediums maybe i don't know i don't consider myself a medium i'm just this is something that i've sort of learned um so if i have a spirit that's like that i want to get rid of and it's not really getting rid of it's like you want them to move on right so if you want them to move on you kind of ask them to move on and you sort of hope that they uh transmute to light and how i do that mentally is like um well first of all you ask them and if they're nice they will um, and if they won't, then I ask my um, spirit guides to help me out. And they kind of act like my bouncers. Um, and I know it's so, this is kind of like synesthesia. So maybe, so like, I know it's happening when there's this, I have this image in my head of like, do you know, like the secret garden, like the door to the secret garden yeah. in yeah. Ivy. So it's always the same door and I can see them like crossing it. And they usually like, from like, it's usually like a dark spirit or weird spirit. They usually like turn into like something young and innocent. It's probably my perception of it. But when that happens and they cross through the door, then I know they've gone. And it's always the same door. And everyone has like their different level of drama trying to, to get through it. There was like a particularly like nasty spirit that would just like, you know, like when you're trying to push your annoying brother or sibling out the door and they just won't. Yeah. So I actually had to get help with uh and got another person to like help me out with that so interesting yeah it's wild <laughs> that's also so lovely it's like such a lovely visualization yeah and it's, it's uh yeah it's like it feel, you also feel really relieved after mm-hmm. i think that one of the things that i really like about ghosts and ghost stories um is obviously like the ooky spooky aspect. I love a good murder. I love a good revenge. Um, but I also just love the, like there's a comfort in knowing that we're more than just our like dumb meat bodies, that there's something about us that's like beyond just like the physical dirt, you know? Yeah. I also much, kind of- much more lovely than I did. No, but it's also like you also have a team behind your back. You know, mm-hmm. like they're rooting for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, like, because you're, uh, you're. Do you see spirits all the time? Is that is that the kind of thing, or is it just like kind of like uh, come and go? Because when you like, for example, when we were in uh, Bad Dog together, um, yeah. and you communicated with the uh, spirits that uh, haunt Bad Dog. <laughs> Uh, which uh, I mean, a lot of bad dog uh, performers uh, might be watching right now or listening, and they had no idea <laughs> of this haunting. Yeah, yeah. they know uh, haunted George and Alfred in the green room. I yeah, I got roasted by George and Alfred. That's true, you did. I mean, and, you set it up. You set them up. They're like they're haunting a comedy theater. Like they would have learned. They've learned a thing or two. <laughs> Uh, but do you do you see them like all of the time kind of thing? Because I feel like I would I would cancel my Netflix subscription and just be communicating with ghosts <laughs> while I'm at home. Um, not all the time. It also depends on like how connected I'm feeling. Um, and then some days when I, I do see them and I'm just like I can't because like everyone has their bad days and their capacity, right? Right. Sometimes I just like. I just ask like my spirit guys to be like, I just, I can't do this right now. Or sometimes like you're in the bathroom and they're like in your face and like, you know what? I got, I need my privacy right now. Go away. <laughs> so you can sort of like, <laughs> yeah. 
And there have been times where I'm like, I'm really sorry. I have a deadline. I will deal with you later. <laughs> you know, sorry. I, I got a calendar. <laughs> I got a calendar. Oh, someone wants to know about the bad dog ghosts? Okay, well, their names are George and Alfred. Alfred has been haunting um, the bad dog theater longer. George is newer. Um, their favorite improvisers are Jess Bryson and Eton Muscat. <laughs> what a compliment. What a compliment <laughs> for those individuals. They're nice ghosts, but the box office, and I've told, I've told Avery Jean, who's like the box app, like, we got to clear that because there's something there. There's something there. There's like a weird, you know, like it kind of, sometimes I can, it's probably how I see it in my head and it's probably not, you know what I mean? Like you, it, you interpret how you feel or sense. I see like black smoke, like coming out of the box office. And that's, that's that. It's not a human spirit. It's just like bad, angry, bitter energy. It's oh. Not evil. It's not evil. It's just like this, this icky energy. Someone just like saw a show they really didn't like. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for my refund. <laughs> it, it was probably one of my shows. Uh. <laughs> yeah, someone was like, uh, I think Cody was like, okay, well, Jess and Aton are your favorite. What about me? And they're like, who's Cody? <laughs> I just wanted to be ranked. <laughs> Considered. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I love a ghost that haunts a theater. I, those are the most dramatic ghosts, at least like the stories that I've heard, like just so dramatic. And you know, the people that are seeing the ghosts in the theater are already like predisposed to being dramatic. So yes. it's just you get the most fun stories. Uh, also, but, a lot of murders historically have happened in theaters. But all theaters are haunted. All, all theaters. Okay, I'll tell you why. So theaters, I mean, like they, they came from performance and like the original performances were rituals, right? Yeah. Rituals and like speaking to spirit and all of that stuff is very connected. And like they, some somehow over the years, like it's turned to entertainment, but like they still act as portals because, you know, like that, and the thing is, like, actors and things like that, you're so in tune to energy. You know, there's a lot of energy that's happening in theater. So uh, ghosts and stuff, are spirits are very attracted to that. So most theaters, most theaters are haunted. You know, the worst, the most haunted theater in Toronto uh, right now is, like, Tarragon. Ooh. I've been to, because I haven't been to all of them. So Tarragon Theater was like so freaking haunted. Like uh, we were doing rehearsals there and I was like, okay, do not go to this, <laughs> do not go to this rehearsal room and do not go to the um, accessible washroom on the second floor. Cause whatever ghost, there's two ghosts in there and they are not happy. I'm just saying, clear it first. I mean, when you have to see that much theater over and over again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't take another Fringe show. <laughs> Just can't do it. I, I honestly, I feel for them. I know. Yeah. Uh, here's here's my question for you now. Uh, okay. Like, are you able to see if there's a ghost in the room with me right now? I mean, I was gonna ask if you wanted to know. I uh, can you see one like be, I'm in such a small area right now it'd be so close. Show us like, close. Okay, so there's like three and they're not bad. They're just hanging out. Three? This is a small bench. You know what's really funny is that they're looking into the camera being like, "Hey mom." Not like not like actually, "Hey mom," but they're like something's up. They want to know what's up and that's why there's three crowded around you. But they're not bad. They're cool. They're cool. One of them is Damien. Oh, <laughs> One no. of them is Damien. Oh, hey, Damien. It's good for him to be here. I'm glad he showed up. <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, Cody's a murderer. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are there any in with me? Are there any here? Uh, not right behind you. Not right behind you, but I feel like maybe there's... Uh, like a tree spirit somewhere outside. 
your streak continues. I got three with me here. You still can't have a ghost. I, here. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, I want a ghost. Cody's got I three. Like I've got zero. I continue to be the one non-magical person on this freaking podcast. I mean, this is also like through Zoom. I'm doing my <laughs> But like, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. Like sometimes, so um, I try to hide that I can see them because once, again, like once they realize that you can see them, um, then they follow you. <laughs> Sometimes there's just like a crowd of spirits following me, and it's a lot. <laughs> we we had a question. Uh, yeah, we had a question pop up. Do ghosts like improv? Um, I can tell you that usually this podcast is uh, has an improvised portion, and those three behind me would be out of here so quick. <laughs> well, those, those three like it. I mean, they're hanging out. <laughs> they're hanging out do ghosts like improv i think um like most of us the ones who uh have nothing better no i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying they all have their own personalities okay like you can't generalize all ghosts like they some of them like improv and some of them really hate it yeah there might be one <laughs> like there's at least one like yeah. one Improv. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how would you describe the spirit sense of humor? Like, like any spirit? I guess the bad dog ones uh, specifically. Oh, the bad dog one. Um, I don't know. We never really talked to them that much, but I, I think from what yeah. I remember, Cody, uh, <laughs> like they loved, they love improv, so they're open to anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hating on improv for no reason. I work for real. by the way. <laughs> An improv theater. Um what is okay, I think I think also like a lot of them are really old and have been around and have seen a lot of things. So, you know Well they can see the joke coming. Yeah, they can see it they can they can yeah. see it coming. There you go. They're like, come up with some original material. I know. It's like, I've seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, I'm, yeah. Imagine, imagine being a ghost who, like, haunts an open mic. Oh, no. Like, no those, those ghosts expedited. <laughs> <laughs> There's those ghosts expedited. They're moving on. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> How can you uh, tell the difference between a ghost that's, like, a person who died and a ghost that's more of like a, like you mentioned the bad dog ghosts aren't like people. They're more like an energy, like the black smoke. Oh, that, well, that's what I see. So mm -hmm. like George and Alfred, like I saw them as people and then the black smoke, like that's what I see. Um, and I'm sure like, again, like synesthesia, right? Like some people will see colors a certain way or numbers with colors and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's my perception of it, but like, um, they also like, so I've seen, so the thing that happens a lot is that a lot of grandparents will come back to be part of the um, the spirit team of their grandchildren. And so a lot of my friends have their grandparents around them just to like have their back. What and a way to find out that you're the favorite grandchild. I know. <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa died last December, bless his soul. He was like 98. Um, so you don't have to be like, I'm so sorry or whatever. Um, but he had like 47 grandchildren because he had oh. 11 children. So uh, <laughs> and we were all on like a rotation or something. And he's like, okay, so I've got this kid on this month and then this kid this week of this month. That just seems like a lot of responsibility. I would just be like, this one's my favorite. I'm picking them. They're going to be lucky. <laughs> Some of them do though. Some of them do that. Like I have one friend who's like, uh, grandparent just stuck around because that's the one who needed him the most mm. and then I have another friend whose grandpa is around and her grandpa was pretty like he was he was pesky like he was like bothering me uh because um he passed away uh, after they had like kind of a fight and she felt mm. guilty about and uh so he just wanted her to know that it was okay but and then he left after that so That's it's like, nice. yeah. So it's usually also like who, who needs you the most, but also like, for example, my brother is on rotation. 
Like he'll visit, he'll visit each of us equally. Ghosts got a schedule. <laughs> I know they, they, yeah. They're um, just us. <laughs> Uh, Isabel, you were talking about uh, being um, uh, questioning your team of ghosts, but you also said at the same time that all you ask for is like parking spots and stuff. Maybe you need to ask this team for for bigger things <laughs> if you know. want them to do more. Get me a writing job. <laughs> there, it's in the air now. Oh, they're, they're on it. Disaster. They're, on it. <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> they're on it. But I don't have any. I don't have any. I have maybe a tree outside. Oh, but, but your team here probably not. doesn't like me because I kill all my plants. Wait, do you have a tree outside? Yeah, I have uh, two trees outside. Oh, okay. Okay. But, like, your spirit team is sort of like, they're kind of like your, I don't know, it's not the Avengers. Who's like, we're like the superheroes that you call when you get the Avengers, right? Assemble. Avengers assemble. When you said who you call, I was like, oh, the Ghostbusters, but that's kind of counter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> They're like, uh, it's like, it's like Mulan and the, uh, the temple with all her ancestors. She yeah, said, Help me out, and they're like, You're beyond help. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of like that. Yeah. Hold on, some lipstick, honey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, your your team is like committed. They're like committed to this. Like, they've committed. We're like, We're part of your team. I wonder if they sign up, you know. But, but also, until very recently, I had all four grandparents living. Um, so maybe that. Maybe like, you know, if your grandparents are alive, too bad. You don't have spirit guides. Gotta wait for those <laughs> people to knock off. <laughs> yeah, they're just going through processing now. And um, they'll be your spirit guides or spirit uh, team. I bet grandparents would be the most common spirit guides. Right? Yeah, most commonly, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just like ancestors. Yeah. Have you ever... Um, experienced any kind of like bad spirit like kind of uh thinking about uh like dark like a a demon and please don't tell me there's one behind me there isn't <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know uh for me yes i have for sure it was really scary um it's only ever happened once and uh i had to call my mom because my mom's very religious and usually like i don't scare easily because i whatever i have like a very practical i don't know like i just don't get scared that goes because they've been around but there is one that was like i felt their intentions were very very bad and i um you know it's kind of like that feeling where you're in a scary movie and i had to call my mom i had to call my mom and i had to wake her up because she lives in uh she lives in dubai it's a time difference i'm like i really need you to pray for me right now it's very scary um i felt like i felt like a I couldn't breathe. Um, what did that ghost want? Um, so sometimes some ghosts or spirits, that was a spirit, that wasn't really a ghost. Um, some, some of them just really want to suck on your energy and that's what they eat on. And um, I, that one just found out like I have, I have this power and they just wanted to consume it. So but it's gone now, I got rid of it. I had to do a cord cutting Everyone look up cord cutting. I should do a cord cutting. So that was like an intense, that one I needed help with. Like, yeah. What's the process of cord cutting? Um, I, so I don't really understand it that well because I don't really look into this stuff. Um, but I went to um, kind of like a, like a healer person. Um, actually, you know, okay, this is the wild story. So I went to a healer to a healer uh like september okay and and they kind of gave me more vocabulary for understanding a lot of the things that i already intuitively was like okay this is how i navigate through the spirit world and they kind of gave me more language and understanding and then they were like when i went home they called they're like i need you to come back on this day in two weeks <laughs> And I was stressed because it's like, why, why into it? And then she called again. She was like, also, if like there's a ghost that bothers you, just know, just breathe and know that you're fine. But if anything bad happens, come to me right away. And I'm like, okay, it's made us worse. And then so I was stressed out for two weeks. And then the day before I was supposed to see her was the day that thing showed up. <laughs> I was like, and so I went the next day being like, 
what the heck just happened? And she's like, yeah, there's a really bad spirit following you around. I fell in with you today. And then she cut the cords. Blew my mind. <laughs> what, uh, for, oh, uh, have you ever fallen in love with a ghost? I have not, but you know what? I'm I'm single and I'm open to it. So. <laughs> there was that one time I was like doing pottery. <laughs> like that's the dream. I mean, like some, you know, <laughs> it's Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens out here for a single lady in Toronto. <laughs> uh, what would a ghost have to do for you to fall in love with it? Because I feel Honestly, like it would have to work very hard just for you to overcome it being a ghost. To be honest, be kind, be polite. Don't tell me what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying, Isabel? Like, <laughs> okay. yeah, honestly, I'm just like, are you kidding? A ghost would be better than a boyfriend because they don't have EO. You don't have to worry about them leaving their weird two in one shampoo and conditioner in your shower. Um, you don't have to teach them how to microwave a pizza. Yeah. What else? I don't know. Exactly. It's a total step up. So, you know, you never have like to a very like, specific meet list. <laughs> Specific but relatable. It's so true. You know what? I need to get on that. I need to make an app. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there was a website a while ago. It was like a joke website though, but it was like a dating website for ghosts. But, uh, there was that woman who married. Do you remember that moment who married a ghost? It was in a, a. You can guess the country. It was in Britain, but she married a ghost, and then it didn't go so well though, and they got divorced, and it was like. <laughs> well, <laughs> they tried. They oh, gave it. What? They gave it a go. She was like, "He yeah, was they, a pirate." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to meet a ghost pirate. To be honest, most of the ghosts that I meet are just like sensible, like accountants, or they're mostly people's grandparents. So, <laughs> <laughs> just one yeah. pirate. Yes, I would love a ghost pirate. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had this one uh, paranormal experience kind of like um, it was in the middle of the night one time and um, I was laying in bed and I saw this like dark figure in the corner mm -hmm. and um, I just saw it walk over to uh, my partner at the time side of the bed and just stand over them and um so basically i just looked at it the whole time i could see it was just all dark and i could see uh past it but not through it mm -hmm. um and so i just kept on saying like you don't have any business here kind of thing and then i like got up and i tried to like move my positioning to see if that would change my vision at all or anything but it was still kind of there and i just kept on telling it to move on and then I went back into bed and then uh, like maybe five minutes later, uh, they woke up and they had sleep paralysis, but saw exactly described exactly the figure like moving what I saw. Wow. Um, <laughs> you ever see it again? Uh, no, but I, I think that apartment that we lived in had a lot of bad energy. Uh, oh, okay. And I think it might. Did you ever look into the history of the apartment? I Is I love this. When people have experiences and they look into the history of it and they find out like someone died in the apartment before them or something like that. It was built on a graveyard. Yeah, I will also <laughs> say too. I've had very because I also have like sleep paralysis, night terrors. So again, like the the spooky, spooky, but like the science part of it. Um, mm -hmm. where like I, you see the same dark figure at the end of the bed. Um, I'll right. also have it where I'll be like awake, but I have like vivid hallucinations of like one that happens a lot is like, um, I'll be awake and I can hear like my, the conversations in the house around me. So I know that I'm not like asleep asleep, but like just rats will be running over my body or like sometimes it's bugs. Uh -huh. It's horrible. It's horrible. But whenever the, uh, whenever the dark man comes and is like standing at the edge of the bed, because I was raised Catholic, I always uh, feverishly say the Saint Michael, the Archangel prayer, and it always works. So uh, I'm just saying, uh, everybody, uh, you can convert to Catholicism if you want to get rid of your demons. Uh, no, <laughs> probably what happens is it just helps, like calm me down. Um, yeah, and then it goes yeah. away. 
we got a question of oh, a little bit ago that was uh yeah how could a marriage with a ghost go well how could oh. it go poorly i mean they got divorced so clearly went poorly but like well i mean maybe they parted amicably you know what i mean like i think know. it was a contentious divorce from what i oh, remember of that weird interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay listen uh they can't change the channel. You never have to compromise on what show you're gonna binge watch. Um, you never true. have to wash their dishes. You never have to do their laundry. Um, yeah, you don't have to share the bathroom. Huge, huge yeah. amount of bathroom. You're not gonna find the clumps of their hair uh, in the shower drain, okay? Uh, they can use yeah. their levitating powers to help you carry groceries in from the car. But th <laughs> they're yeah. always gonna be around though. That's the problem. You'll never have your alone time. No, I mean, because if you want to get rid of them, you just find them, you just cut the cord. You just find a medium and you're like, you're banished to the shadow realm. What a great divorce is that? Oh, never that's, have to see again. that's so true. That's oh, so true. Imagine being the ghost though. <laughs> like what a shocking thing. Just like, I think we can really work this out. No, don't banish me. <laughs> you had your chance. Listen, you nagged too much. <laughs> Marry uh, a ghost. That's true. That's true. Uh, but to go over to uh, what you said before, Isabel, about uh, like Catholicism. I I didn't grow up with uh, any kind of religion, but I do know that uh, with like Catholic. Catholicism, that that's uh, the religion that has all of the tools to battle ghosts and demons. <laughs> yeah, seriously. People are like, still think that like, okay, so my, my mom is like Métis, so she's Catholic, and my dad converted as an adult to Catholicism, but his family's from Burma, so they're like Buddhist. And I feel like I meet all these white people that are like, I'm like exploring Buddhism, and it's so like, and it's just like, are you kidding me? No, that's the religion where you're like, you're a bad, you're gonna be a you. Like, what? Um, no, Catholicism was the one where it's like you got the demons, you got the ghosts, you got the like the crazy mythology with like heaven and hell and like the rings and the demons and the that's where the fun is. You're like making great rebrander of like Catholicism, like you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like I'm ready to convert. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, Game of you can have stuffing. a oh oh. Let me tell you. Okay, so um, one of my friends. I guess I don't live my friend anymore. One. Uh, that's that's too much backstory. Someone I knew once. Uh, they worked for the like the archdiocese of the of okay. Toronto, and yeah. they got access to all the info on exorcisms. And you better believe that that was part of the reason why I tried to make that friendship last as long as it could. Because <laughs> it's so fascinating. They got applications for people to like exercise like whole ass houses and buildings. Wait, um, applications? Process. <laughs> yeah, you gotta apply. You gotta have an exorcism. That would be such bad PR. No, okay, so if you want. If you think that someone is possessed and they need an exorcism, the process is grueling. You need to first go to a psychiatrist. And that psychiatrist has to be like, okay, this isn't a mental illness. And then they have to have a second opinion. They have to go to a second psychiatrist. And that psychiatrist has to also write up a thing saying, yep, this is not a mental illness. This is definitely something beyond medical science. And then you have to compile like a whole... You have to like get those write-ups and get a package together and you got to send that to the Vatican. And then the Pope himself has to read that application and be like, yeah, this is, this is demons. This person isn't just depressed. Like they've got a demon. And then they have, they go to the exercising priest in the city where you live. And it's a secret. Like no one knows who the exerciser is. It's like top secret. I tried to find out. I couldn't, I couldn't. First is friends with me anymore. I'm too nosy. And then and then they do it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a long process. It can take like upwards of a year. And this person just got a demon in them the whole time, because church doesn't want to get sued. They don't want to be like, you know. <laughs> how much? Like, how many like applications do you think the Pope like reviews every year? And it's like, and is it like hundreds? 
Hundreds. <laughs> when you're waiting for your response, is it like kind of like getting a college application? It's sort of like, congratulations. <laughs> the Pope's <laughs> getting these things like flyers. I can but also just imagine <laughs> the bottom of Catholicism is bad friend. <laughs> Listen, Jesus's first miracle was turning water into wine at a party. That man wants us to have fun. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Imagine just like waiting, anxiously refreshing your Gmail like every day while your daughter's like spinning head, vomiting in the background, just being like, when am I gonna, what's it gonna happen? <laughs> oh, imagine, imagine the backlog and exorcisms that COVID must have caused. Do you, do you think it's like paper mail that they get informed or is it by email or is it by text now? What do you think? Like they're getting text notifications? It's probably all digital. There's probably like a form you can fill out if you go like Archdiocese in Toronto and you're just like the drop down menu where it's like, what are you applying for? And it's like, you know, uh, marriage, baptism, annulment, exorcism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like... Symptoms. And where it is in the process is sort of like how pizza deliveries are. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like the <laughs> <laughs> He's reading it. Yep. He's talking to the bishop, talking to the cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, I want to jump into, because we were talking about uh, religion here. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, like, we've seen a lot of uh, debate on this podcast over the years, too, because a lot of uh, people uh, like yourself you're, associate, uh, like, ghosts and everything with religion because it's such a big part of religion. Um, myself, I'm not a religious person, but I believe in ghosts. And I'm wondering, uh, Alia, where do you kind of lie in this as well? Um. Well, okay, so the Philippines is a very Catholic, uh, Catholic country, also very culturally Catholic country. I myself, like my father is Muslim and um, my mom is uh, like Protestant. So I got those three religions sort of knocking around my head. So, you know, um, so with the, I, I feel like the graveyards under the school thing is for sure part of the Catholicism part. And by the way, uh, um, I've had I've seen an exorcism happen like in my school. In your school? What? And, that, and that's what? actually how I found out it was a graveyard because like I remember so I so um in like you have religious religion classes, okay? You have religion classes in in um in Philippine schools like like and that's, it's part of curriculum or Yeah, 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 it is. And then I remember one they, day was like, there, like an announcement over the PA where they're like, can everyone come to the gym for the exorcism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but it was more dramatic than that. So like the school nurse runs into, like I was having religious religion class, runs in the class, whispers into my teacher's ear and my teacher, I could remember her, but she just like was like freaked out and they both run out, leave us. Like we were grade two. They left us like unsupervised and we were like, what happened? And then... Um, and then it was like lunch break afterwards and our religion teacher was, you know, never came back. So we were all like, okay, I guess we're going to break now. And then like, in the, um, when you go outside into the yard, you kind of pass by the nurse's office and there was like a crowd of people there. And we're like, what is happening? Like, what is happening? We're like, uh, one of the, um, like one of the students is be uh, was possessed. Because, and then that's how I found that the school was on a graveyard. Because they're like they're like one of the students possessed because like you know we're on a graveyard, <laughs> yeah. And that's and also they were like you're never supposed you're never supposed to go like um, in the backyard of the school because that's where like the most graves are. I don't know, like whatever. Uh, and then that's, that's where they buried the the real bad kids. Yeah, yeah, like in the back, like they did not get the primo real estate, you know. So like. Uh, so that student had wandered out and then got possessed. How did they know what? they got possessed? Were they speaking in tongues? Did they I, have, like... I don't know. I don't know. Did, what's, did you ever find out what student it was? Imagine that being your legacy in elementary school. Like in elementary school, like you throw up an English class and everyone remembers it until you graduate. <laughs> Imagine being like the kid who was possessed. Yeah, you that's a good that's in their yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
never change. Don't get possessed again. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah. Say hi to your demon for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time you go back to your hometown, you just be at the grocery store and people would be like, hey, that kid, they got possessed. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like all of those nerd, you know those nerd revenge movies where the whole plot is like, ah, oh, you know, I was the kid that like got made fun of, or like that was pantsed. Imagine like the kid. That <laughs> yeah. So like in algebra, back. my eyes just turned completely black, and I started hovering <laughs> over the desk and like speaking in tongues. And you made fun of me. <laughs> A Silicon Valley millionaire and uh, <laughs> fell in love with me, but I'm secretly having revenge on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that the idea of them just becoming like really like Instagram famous, like for makeup <laughs> or something. <laughs> They're like, look at me now. <laughs> I have my own palette, <laughs> and it's all like shades of gray and yep. blue whites. Mm -hmm. It's like a deep red, <laughs> just one. They're all black. They all have like different names. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we got a controversial question up here. Of uh, do you think the Pope's a hoax? Oh, like the Pope as a person? Like he's a he's a hologram, or like the just his positioning, I guess. I mean, but who's who's like approving all those exorcist like applications then? Maybe it's the cardinals. Oh, uh, um, you're right. You're right. It's very, a very simple solution to that. <laughs> Someone else. Anyone so else? Basically, like, is the Pope a figurehead? Is the question? Or, yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Or is he like a a very elaborate puppet that's operated by? Um, a cabal of I don't know. Cool. Yeah, explain what you meant, Chili. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never met him, so you know anything's possible. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he might be uh, saying if like uh, maybe he's just questioning the whole religion with it, or like questioning uh, his or the ability of doing an exorcist. If that is a real thing i guess <laughs> I don't know. yeah he's, he's just having chili's just having a good time <laughs> if you don't Mr. think that you're chili. <laughs> i do have, i do like the idea of like a like a pope as a hologram like doing a concert with uh, i love that idea like i would watch that show you know? <laughs> I feel like it's like Biggie and Tupac and the Pope. Yeah, I feel like that's a very COVID-proof. I'm surprised there aren't any more hologram shows right now because you know we are in a pandemic. Why not? Hey. Well, this is a hologram maybe, show. We're all holograms. Maybe it's really expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, you need a think, for that. Or maybe rich people are just doing it for themselves privately. You know. Like maybe in Elon Musk's home, he gets a hologram Pope concert every night. Him is and Grime and their weird Elon, baby. Is Elon Musk real? Like he can't be real. Who is this guy? Is Elon Musk, Musk a is hoax? Elon Musk a hoax? Yeah. I would love it if he's a hoax. I would love it. The thing is, Elon Musk is kind of a hoax because he didn't found Tesla. He didn't found paypal or whatever he just bought those things with his apartheid emerald mine money and then pretended like he did and all of his scams anyway th this is not ghost related we're not going to talk about this i'm not going to rant about how much i hate elon musk <laughs> during my fun time i, I have a couple of professional weird if you move to america elon <laughs> so elon musk is a hoax the pope maybe that's where we landed mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, we have a running segment here on uh, Spooked uh, where we're getting through 50 Would You Rather questions. So I have two of them here for uh, the two of you. Um, no one likes this segment, but we keep doing it anyways because we have to make it through the 50. Uh, this is our most complained about segment of anything we've ever done. I love it already. I know. You're really selling it. Yeah. So here, here's the first one. 
Uh, would you rather spend a night in the Overlook Hotel with Jack Torrance <laughs> or the high school gym during prom with Carrie? Who's Jack Torrance? Uh, Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Oh, <laughs> um, well, the view, I'm sure, at the Overlook Hotel is nice. Yeah. I mean, Listen, Jack Torrance was a pussy, okay? Did you see his wife, how easily his wife knocked him down the stairs with that baseball bat, okay? His power was having a creepy face. That was it. He had no superpowers. He got scared by an old lady in a tub, okay? I he's could a kill hoax. Jack Torrance. So, so I feel like Overlook Hotel is where we're leaning. Yeah. He got, he got trapped by a child in a hedge maze. Okay? <laughs> It's, no. it's true. Carrie was like lighting things on fire, like flipping oh, cars. Yeah. Yeah. Like Carrie would kill me and I would respect her for it. Okay. Also Horns, I'm going to knock him down the stairs with a baseball bat. Yeah. What? You'd risk it to go to a high school prom? Like, uh, you know what? I'm in my 30s. I'm good. Like, I, I fully assumed that the horror part of the second, would you rather, it was going to stop at, would you rather go to high school prom? And I was like, oh, the over <laughs> <laughs> oh, lock me up with the haunted man. Sure. <laughs> um, last one here. Would you rather be abducted by aliens or chased by a serial killer? Ooh. Like if those involve weird sexual stuff that I'm not okay with. True. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, chased for how long? Like, let's, you know. And, and until you die, I think, is the idea. Like your oh. <laughs> they die or you die, I would assume. Okay. I mean, you could just get away. Yeah, and I guess could, you like could... twirl and the twirl around of this chainsaw while music plays poetically. Texas Chainsaw Massacre had a weird ending. Um, <laughs> I think like the aliens thing, people just like they tend to completely forget it. They just have a weird gap and you're in alive. their memory. Yeah, and, and you're alive. alive at the end of it. So it's yeah. just like. Maybe it's super traumatic, but I'm not going to remember it. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I just have to keep it to myself so I don't seem crazy. Yeah. I feel like I could avoid both of these things by just staying out of rural America. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me, it's like going visiting interesting places. That's my theme for these questions. So Overlook Hotel and maybe space. So I'm going to go with aliens. Mm. Yeah, the experience is just better. I mean, if you're chased by a serial killer, even if you get away, you're just going to be thinking about someone following you for the rest of your life. I honestly can't run that much, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of cardio. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Also, serial killers, like, it's all it's all about them. Like, even if I uh, do escape or I'm killed, people are going to remember the serial killer, and they're going to yeah. have their weird little fan things. There's going to be a Netflix series about him. I don't like that. If I get abducted by an alien, that's all about me. You know, no yeah. one knows those aliens. No one cares what they look like. They're like, oh, there's that crazy lady who got abducted by aliens. I, yeah, you're I front page. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on the front page of the Inquirer next to Bat Boy being like, aliens took me. It's true. It's like Isabel and the aliens. You're the yeah. front. Yeah. Whereas if it's a serial killer, I'd just be like, you know, Scabby Bob gets them again. <laughs> <laughs> Scabby Bob? I've, I've had enough of serial killers getting these cool names, okay? Just give them really indecent names, just like the dumb idiot strangler. <laughs> if you call yourself Scabby Bob, you're guaranteed you're never getting a special on Netflix. <laughs> Scabby Bob. <laughs> the past stop romanticizing. Like, what was it? Like Green River Killer. That sounds cool. Call him like the the gassy murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna call it immediately because his ego, like he'll show up in the newspaper and be like, guys, have you considered calling me um <laughs> the cool guy? He's just <laughs> writing a letter to the editor. <laughs> like Stop calling me Scabby Bob. <laughs> My first and last name are this. <laughs> Here's a list of other options. My top <laughs> 10. <laughs> uh, I think uh, we should start uh, winding down here. Um, I have so many more questions for you, and I'd love both of you to come back again sometime on to Spook. Uh, 
But uh, let's uh, do a round of uh, plugs. Alia. Oh, um, yeah, you can follow, you can follow me um, at Alia Rasul on Instagram, or uh, you can follow my group that I'm part of the Tita Collective, which is a six member all Filipina sketch comedy group. And you can follow us at, at Tita.collective on Instagram. Amazing. And uh, Isabel. So you can follow me on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Handles are the same, just at Isabel Zotin. Uh, Isabel, like it is below right here. And then Zotin, Z-A-W-T-U-N. Uh, no, I forgot how to spell my name for a second. Um, <laughs> and then you can also follow Hack Couture on Instagram. That's at hack.couture. We do web shows every Friday where we interview guests and go through their closets to see their fun stuff. And this upcoming Friday, we have Circa on our show. She's the creator of New Normal Comedy. So it'll be fun to see what's in her closet. Cool. Amazing. And we'll be tweeting all of this out at Spooked Podcast, as well as go to thesonarnetwork.com. You'll see a full profile on both Alia and Isabel with direct links to their social medias. Spooked. Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 